This is MJ Acosta from the NFL Network, and you're listening to Lemon City Live. Lemon City Live is brought to you by Magic City Casino Highlight. The fastest game in the world has come to Magic City. We showcase the best features of the sport, combined with the -the state-of-the-art court, and the talents of our very own homegrown athletes, like myself, for a highlight experience like never before. Live Highlight returns to Magic City Casino in July 2019. Plus, stay tuned for Preview Weekend, April 6 and 7. But guys, remember to live the highlight. What's up? Fresh is our turn, baby. How dare you? We're here, baby. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. But why? I'm excited. But why the all right, all right, all right? You know what I found out? That was his first words ever in a movie. Kevin Hart? No. Who? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. His first ever words in a movie were, all right, all right, all right. Like Samuel Jackson's like, wow. motherfucker. Oh, probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, welcome everybody to the Lemon City Live podcast, episode one forty nine. Bro, we're getting to the big one fifty, bro. Yo, that's crazy. Getting I, to the big one fifty. We gotta have a big party for that one. We, we should. We should. We'll plan it after here. What we is talk about that? What is one fifty in Rocky numbers? <laughs> Rocket numbers and, and Roman numerals, bro. Roman numerals. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> Rocky numbers. Ah, oh, shit. I don't know, man. Uh, Google that. Google that. CL. X X X X X L. It's CL. CL? Yeah. Oh, really? shit. Yeah. Damn. All right. So put that on the title next week. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> to. So what's what's a DL? Ooh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> D, anyway, what is D? Huh? What's D in Roman numerals? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't even know C was a thing. I was talking about DL, like guys who not. Download Brothers? Yeah, Download Brothers. Oh. They exist. Disable list. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyway, this is not... The episode CL. This is episode 149. <laughs> and those beautiful voices that you hear are none other than my co-host, my BFFs over here, the one, the only producer fungus. To my right, 149 episodes in a row. Damn. Give yourself a hand, bro. <laughs> or a horn. And then <laughs> sitting, sitting in front of me here, the one, the only, the highlight champion himself, the hardest working man in showbiz and in For sports real. podcasting. Also, almost shirtless today, but showing off the guns. We all got tickets to the to the gun show today. Front That's row, right. the one, the only, Tanar Davis. I just fought it. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Bask in the, the glory. Bask in the glory. Bask in the glory. And the three of us together make up the uh, the one, the only Lemon City Life podcast. Fresh. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Larry Fresh, a.k.a. the great Putinho. I still need to put that on a jersey, bro. That's the only Putinho? thing I'm missing. Putinho? bro. Do it. I need to put it on a shirt. Anyway, on today's show, we got some breaking news. It's breaking right now, but by the time you hear this tomorrow, it'll be, you know, about a night's old, but... It'll be less breaking. Less breaking. It'll, be, it'll, it'll already have been broken. Um, but uh, we got some big trade today. Just yeah. happened. Just happened. Big NFL trade. We're going to talk a little NFL today. This is, this is the football free agency episode. Yeah, we're gonna talk much about other stuff. You know, it's free sports. agency week. It's free agency week. Yeah. It is. We got a That's guy what's going had, on. We got an actual guy who was a free agent at one point, right? I was. Look at that. That's right. So we got some inside information on what it feels like. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that. Also, in the news locally, one the only, the Jamaican Conor McGregor, according to Gus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Sometimes when you try to do an Irish accent, you sound Jamaican or the other way around. It I've depends. I've never, never heard that, dude. Yeah, dude. Some people are just, they just can't do it. I know the other day I tried doing an Australian accent and it came out like super Jewish lady from New York. Like, I don't know what <laughs> happened, but it came out really, really bad. And then it's like when you when you mess up, like trying to do an accent and then like you can't correct it. And then it's uh-huh. just panicking and it kept sounding more and more like uh, like friend Drescher. Yeah, it was just bad. And I was like, oh, just stop. And I just I lost all confidence in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> friend Drescher, man. She could have gotten it in her, in her day. You know what I mean? I'm, sometimes I get confused with Australian accents and English yeah. accents. Yeah, that happens. Because they sound similar. Yeah, I thought uh, Hugh Jackman was... You have to be, dude. like, overly Australian for me to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's obviously Australian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Although, my, you, know, and I, you know, my Siri is, is an, Aus, an Australian accidented woman. An Australian accident woman? <laughs> Accented woman. <laughs> Accented. Is that a word? Accented? <laughs> I was like going, hopefully, hoping yeah. it was, like as I was saying. I was like, man, I'm really hoping this sounds right. That's right. I keep, I want, I've been wanting to do that too. Change uh, Siri to be Australian. I keep forgetting. Well, I don't know how you're going to be able to do it with that fucked up ass phone, dude. Yeah. And it's oh, a moment of silence for uh, Gus's iPhone 7 Plus here. It's lasted quite a long time. Had a mm-hmm. very good ride. But as of last night, did this happen? Last night. Last night, he dropped the uh, car hood on it while he was using it as a flashlight. Yep. Well, Changing some fluids in his car. Yep. Yeah. At least I changed off. my own fluids. Look at that, bro. What yeah. a professional. <laughs> Next time, do it in the daytime, people. Yeah. Gus changes a lot of fluids. And I do. changing his body. Draining <laughs> <laughs> his hose. That's right. You drain the hose a lot, don't you, Gus? <laughs> <laughs> you can't have clogged up hoses. Citizen dildo. You can't, bro. If you don't use <laughs> it, dildo. you lose it. <laughs> it's true. Is that, is that true? Is that it's really true. what happened? <laughs> anyway. not, not with that area though. But anyway, back to Con- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Conor McGregor. Gus, what a I actually okay, so this the thing is he was at Club Live uh, Sunday night. He's been here for a few days or for like a week or something. He'd been here for a while, just hanging out, yeah. goes to Club Live. At about five in the morning, some fan, or maybe not a fan, but some guy who's, you know, started videotaping him, recording him on his phone and I don't know. Apparently, it would not, I don't think anything was said, but there was. He started taking pictures, and this dude just got pissed off, grabbed the phone, slammed it on the floor, stepped on it, and then decides to, like, that's eh, not enough. I'm going to pick up the phone after I broke it and walk away with it. That's how he got hit with that uh, <laughs> strong arm robbery. robbery. Yeah. He has anger issues. It's clear that he does. But I mean, you, you're, you're messing with an MMA fighter. Like, the guy is well, training to fuck the, people up. It doesn't like, matter, though. It's like, in the, yeah. age of, the age of the phone, the age of video people. The age of just basically recording every little thing with your phone. He should know about that element about him being a celebrity. When you're walking around, people are going to have their phones out. Regardless of the fact if you're in the mood to be recorded, it's basically like freedom of speech to a certain extent. You can record somebody without their permission as long as you don't use their likeness to make money off it. Yeah. So it's... I think he's just he's he's a hothead, and he's basically giving away money because the guy's going to sue him, and he's going to end up coming out of his pocket a couple hundred grand for a eight hundred dollar phone. Yeah, I mean, I think also the no, you're right, you're absolutely right. I just think also the I thought was really funny is that apparently today or yesterday morning after he got out of the you know uh, jail or whatever you know pay for whatever he had to do. Uh huh. Yeah, people saw him jogging around Miami Beach. Like he just went back to work. Like he's just like yeah, he paid his bail and he paid his bail, got out, started jogging, doing his exercise. Eh, no big deal. Uh, I I get it, I get it, I get it. But I think there's I I'm trying to see like both sides of it. Like if I see Connor and I'm like, hey bro, I'm taking a video like of him. 
But I'm not gonna get up in his face though. Like I, I gotta imagine that you this, weren't, you, you wasn't there. I yeah. doubt it was up in his face. Like you, you, you push the limits too much. Like as a person, that's so what? A fan. So what's the limit though? You I want to like, like how far away do I have to be that you like won't go after like, me to chase distance, my phone? From our distance, we're here. If you're walking uh-huh. and you're walking towards me, okay, and I'm in your face like this, I feel like this is good enough. Okay, like, because I'm backing up and you're walking. But if I get between like an inch from your face, like that's just the uncomfort zone. You're right. in my space. Yeah, of Bro, course. It's like when you're in PE in, in uh-huh. school and they tell you, all right, guys, put your arms out. <laughs> you know, arm distance. Double arm yeah. distance. Ar- oh, yeah, arm distance, man. Arm distance. That's Dude, what it's you know what was the worst thing about PE when I was in high school? I had it for, uh, I had it as in the first morning? period. Oh, that's the worst. Dude. Yeah. Musky all day. No, no. Oh, what? All the guys at Morningwood every day. What? Every, yes, dude. It was such an epidemic in my PE class. <laughs> like we're all standing there just with our little short shorts in the 90s, bro. Like, we're just like, oh, man, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> you don't remember? Uh, how? Morning wood lasts, like, when you wake up. By the time you shower in the morning, you should bro, be gone. Bro, have a PE class at, like, 7 in the morning? That shit sucks, That's the dude. worst. Yeah, bro. And first yeah, period, like, yeah. bro. We didn't have showers either. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, no. Do you remember how know. early first period was? Yes. Mad early, 7.30 bro. in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and I used to wake up at, like, 7.15. Oh, <laughs> and, and the thing about it, before that, that too, you probably played a pickup game re- right before the bell rung. Did you guys ever that, do yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. yeah like right in the morning. Right in the morning. Yeah. So you already. That was the shit, though. Like that in was, you know middle what? school and, and high school, the 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 preschool oh, yeah. uh, pickup games. Yep. Yeah. But I, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Too. I yeah, guarantee. I guarantee Edwin was the only one with morning wood in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I like to remember that story as multiple people having morning wood, but maybe you're right. It might have been just me. <laughs> Because that was the last one to wake up, I mean. Dude, but morning wood is seriously yeah, super uncomfortable. You didn't shower man. in the morning? Huh? You didn't shower in the morning before I going to would, school? I would. I would. But like I said, no lie, I lived right across the street from my high school. Yeah. So I was late. If, if school started at 7 or 7.15, 7.20, something like that. I remember it started at weird time. 7.30. 7.25, we just heard from Cindy the intern. By the way, Cindy the oh, intern on Instagram. Follow her. Yeah, um, Cindy the intern. Follow her. And uh, she'll get all the scoop on, on J-Lo and everything else that's going on and behind the scenes. Uh, J-Lo and A-Rod? Yeah. That's the big news today. Well, we'll talk about that next. But, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, I, if, if school started at 725, I would probably be waking up at 715 and then just rolling out of bed, putting something on and walking to school. I was late almost every day to school. That's and sad. And I lived right across the street. That's sad. Yeah. Eh, I like my that's sleep. <laughs> I've never been a morning person. I've never, yeah. I've never been. I've had to by force. You know, being in the military and shit that I had to wake up every day, but I fucking hate it. Like, so do I. Every Sleep fiber. is o- overrated, though, bro. You're all, as an adult, we're always tired. No mm. matter how much sleep you get, we're going to always be tired. Even when you take a vacation, think about it. When you take a vacation, sometimes you need a vacation from your vacation. That's because I party hard like a motherfucker. So, like, you, you, <laughs> like you're sleeping all day, you wake up at 10. You, you don't even wake up at 10. You wake up at 9 because like, your body won't let you sleep over, like, 8 o'clock. And then you go out, you hang out, you you know drink and get home at 2 a.m. And then you go to sleep again, you wake up at 8. So during your process of like taking a vacation, you're still going to sleep at 2. Yeah. You're still waking up early and you get home from your vacation. You're like, oh, I need a vacation. Dude, yes. Okay. A side tangent of a side tangent of a side tangent. Yeah. Saturday night, Gus and I go out with Cindy Intern and her friend. I saw Pedro Nopes. Yeah. We were out at yeah. uh, Lincoln's Beard. Thanks for Catch. inviting me, by the way. No problem. Uh, you didn't know you were a Blink-182 cover band fan. <laughs> so that's, that's how we ended up there. This, uh, Which, by the way, that band, I know, Gus, you hate Blink-182, but I you got to give these guys credit. They were... They were Blink-182. They were Blink-182. Just, just as douchey. Just the same jokes, 
dressed up in the same Hurley and Dickie shorts from 2002 and 1999. I guarantee they raided Blink-182's closets. Yes. Was that the real Blink-182? No, 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 no. That was no, cover no, no. band. Yeah. But the cover guy band. was just like this fat, sloppy guy who was singing lead, and yeah. the other guy would look <laughs> older than me. These guys looked older than me. The drummer kind of looked like he could have been yes. related to Travis. The, the drum, Yeah, he looks like if he's Travis's little brother or yeah. some shit. But no, but get this. So this is what happened. So the, the show ended around midnight. The four of us go outside. We ended up talking shit out in the parking lot to like one well past one thirty. Yeah. So we're driving home and I and, and I'm like, shit, man, it's late. I was like, I still got to feed the dogs and I got to walk them. So as soon as I get home, I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk the dogs real quick. I take them outside and I look at my watch. and It was like one fifty something. And I'm walking the dogs around outside. I'm playing on my phone. Uh, I let them run loose a little bit because they've been locked up all day. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I come back upstairs. And I'm, I'm about to feed him, and I look, and it says 3.36 in the morning. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, because <laughs> you lost that hour. Daylight savings. Daylight savings. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Totally. Th- I had to be up like at 8 in the morning. I was yeah. so fucked up, man. I was so messed up, dude. I hadn't gotten, I hadn't been gotten by daylight savings time in a long time, I bro. totally forgot. Don't be the bitch. Yeah, super I forgot BS that <laughs> it was d- on Saturday. Yeah, so did like I. Because I, I, I got home from seeing Captain Marvel. I got home like no. at 1.30. And then I'm like, oh, stay up for a little bit. Yeah. And two, like, I'm like, what the hell happened at 2 o'clock? Right. Yep. No spoilers on Captain Marvel here. I haven't seen it. You guys I'm not have. But uh, if you want to hear more about it, I think tomorrow's episode of uh, We Ain't Found Sith is going to yep. cover it. Okay, we are so going to cover it. And there will be spoilers. There will be spoilers. So don't listen if you don't want to know like me. Um, anyway, <laughs> so let's backtrack to high school. What was what were we talking about before? Talk about high morning school, wood. morning wood, wood <laughs> taking a shower, and you're waking up like five minutes before your first period. What was it? Mm-hmm. We're, the, the, that's where the tangent, like tangent. But what was the original trajectory we were going on before that? PE, PE, PE. And Why did you, we bring up PE? And, and I don't you, know. But you waking up oh, five minutes right before. Late. Oh, double our distance. There we yeah. go, Gus. Yeah. The, the conversation started about Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Oh, okay, yeah. so well, now that we we, we don't have the rewound sign. Yeah, guys, we just we notice no. we just go left to right and then back to the middle. So we're back oh. in the middle right now. All right, so 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 back to Conor. What if it shows? Like, what if this vi- there's a video somehow? Somebody has a video if they recover from the phone or there whatever. There is a video. <laughs> huh? It's on the no, phone. no, but the guy smashed the phone. Oh, it's on the cloud. Let's say, let's say they recover the video and it shows that Connor like like came from like across the street to this guy and like this smashed his phone. Like, would that be like that's like fucked up, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I would, I'd, and I would be like, regardless, it's fucked up though. Bro. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's regardless if I'm so it's like this here. Once you establish yourself as a celebrity, a person for the people, a public image, you have no right to tell a person that they can't take a picture of you or record you. Your job is to entertain, okay? Now, yep. you're in public. Difference. You're in public. But when you're home, mm-hmm. then you have the right to start setting boundaries and limits. Okay. So when you're when you're walking around and you're minding your own business and you're at a taco stand and you see some guy taking a picture of you, you can't just go smash his phone. Hey, don't take that picture. You're going to get sued. Yeah. And in America, we sue anybody for anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you step on my shoelaces, I'm going to sue you. So it's like it's, it's ridiculous. So Conor yeah, right. McGregor is cutting a lot of checks. He still has he he, he just finished his uh, his thing with the last court case he had uh, because yeah. he did uh, community service. Mm-hmm. But he still have a civil matter to handle with these people who got cut with the glass on the bus. Yeah. Now it's another thing that's about to happen. He's going to get charged with this, and it's going to be another civil matter. That's true. Yep. It's, he's he's racking up all these bills, bro. Yeah, I understand man. you're rich, but come on, man. For real, like keep your money, bro. Like 
What'd you make? You made this money just to give it away to random ass people? Basically. Fuck. Again, what, 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 we, what do we learn here? Miami's undefeated, bro. Miami's <laughs> undefeated. <laughs> yeah, it is. Man, like, you got to add his name. Like, like we tweeted the other day. You got to add Conor McGregor's name to the list of people that can't hang in Miami. Yeah, exactly. Does Broward Brow count too? Because some people go to Broward. Hey, right. Las Olas. They still, they still yeah, get Las caught. Olas. You been to Las Olas? Yeah. You been to Las Olas? Yes. Of course. You know the train tracks? Yeah. Man, I threw up on them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a real story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, now. Okay, so keeping in line with the Conor McGregor and you know fan interference here what about what happened yesterday in um in oh was it utah did you see russell oh, westbrook with, oh, russell, uh, russell westbrook, westbrook. Yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah, fan yeah. okay jazz. so russell westbrook yeah. is dirt, right in the middle of the game gets up and because the fan according to him he said the fan now the fan has since been banned from the stadium and yeah. from the team but uh he said that get down on your knees that's what you're used to something, yeah. something along those like lines like you used to like, like you used, used to. to um very derogatory, very fucked up statement to make. Yep. And now, Utah has, it's been well documented, Utah has some fucked up fans, bro. A yeah. lot of the NBA players say that the Utah fans are very fucked up and that the shit they say, the yeah, shit, very yeah. racist, the shit they say. It's, it's a toss up between Boston fans and Utah fans on the yeah. racism. But you'd be surprised, that, you know, that it's coming from Utah, you know? Um, yeah, right, bunch Salt of Lake Mormons. City. Yeah, bunch of Mormons. Uh, but anyway. I thought so they were nice. <laughs> so he, uh, so he gets up and says, oh, like he starts telling the guy, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up, whatever, blah, blah, you know, and he's, he's checking the guy. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, who the fuck do you think you are? And then he says, you know, I'll fuck you up and your wife. You know, mm-hmm. I'll fuck you both up. Yep. Um, now, they've since suspended, uh, fined him 25000 I think. 25000 For yeah. his comments. Mm-hmm. They yep. suspended the other guy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. there's been a lot of talk. Now, this isn't the first time that this happens to Russell Westbrook. Also, a few weeks ago, a kid like touched him. Oh yeah, down the side, on the, like he was on the yeah, uh, in the hit inbounds, his, hit yeah. his arm, and like hit his, his arm like, and stuff sl- like that. Smacked his arm or something. Now, I and I was trying to understand. Like at first, when I first heard what happened, I was like, "Ah oh, man, Russell Westbrook's he's letting this shit get to him." You know, that was my initial reaction. I yeah. was like, "He's he's kind of losing his cool. He's he's letting the the people he can't tune him out." But then I I I was thinking about it, and in baseball. The fans, there's there's a gap, there's a diff, there's a space. Yeah. In the NFL, same thing. Your 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 bench with the players is there. There's a space behind you know behind them, and then there's the fans. Yeah. In hockey, like we're watching right now, uh, Penguins and the Capitals. There's glass all around the ice. Yep. Basketball is the only sport where you can. There are seats right next to the bench. Like yeah. there's guys that are sitting as next to the guy on the bench. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Now, granted, those seats are usually baller ass seats, and you're not gonna get. Um, a schmoes. A sh- yeah, some yeah. some jackass talking shit there. You know what I mean? But because that guy's so close, that means the other jackasses aren't too far away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that. I was like, yeah, Pam, fuck yo, like NBA doesn't have much protection for these kind of players, man. R- Russell yeah. Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, West Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, he's the victim. Yeah, no, he is. Oh, he for is the sure. Victim. He is. And, it's fucked up. And you made a comment a second ago. He's letting it get to him. He has the right to let it get to him because just thinking about this, you're an actor. Okay. You're you're on you're I'm on a very set. Very good actor. Uh-huh. You're on set and okay. you're preparing. What's my motivation? You're 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 about to shoot a scene. <laughs> Your scene has a lot of dialogue. Okay. So you have to be into character. Mm-hmm. And say for instance, a fan is coming and start just touching you while you're doing. Hey hey hey. Yeah. It'll it'll fuck with your mojo. Yeah. So why does a basketball player who his job is to entertain with his athletic ability yeah. gets to be harassed? And touched yeah. and pushed and provoked by fans. And the NBA needs to do something about this because, of course, Russell Westbrook wears his heart 
and his emotions on his on his shoulders. Yeah. But we shouldn't hold him. We shouldn't hold him against that. Like you get yeah. the right to do that. Yeah. Once you start telling someone, yeah, get on your knees like you used to. Yeah. They, they kind of expect these guys to not have like human emotions, emotions. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, no, people think like, oh, I paid for a ticket, I could talk shit all no, I want, and no. I, I, yeah. I get heckling, I get heckling. You know, I've been to games where there's a guy who who heckles, and it's kind of funny, but then there's a line that you cross when you're just a dick. You know what I mean? Yes. Like you're just you're you're malicious with the shit you're saying. I I'm all for the heckler who's funny and and says clever things to yes. try to distract the player yeah. because that's part of the game. That's you know? fair. That's if, fair game. If, if Russell Westbrook is shooting uh, free throws and this guy's you know air ball, you know like saying so. All right, fine. That's fine. That's part of the game. You you gotta block those things out. But when you're you know hurling insults and and you know racial and racial racial insults on, at, at that, it's yeah you're crossing a line. Those guys, those are the douchebags. And the problem is there's there's the like how do you balance fan entitlement? Fans feel because these teams are jacking up prices, man. Because I'm not just, I'm not, okay, I don't want to come off like saying like that the fan, um, you're either paying so much for a ticket that they should be able to say what they want. Yeah. But that's what's happening it's, it's, when you jack up these prices. You're getting entitlement from fans that feel that way. It's not right, yeah. but they do feel like, yo, I paid fucking $5,000 for this seat, you know? Yeah, I'm gonna, or, or even yeah, if exactly. I paid $300 to sit up in the nosebleed or something, like that, I can fucking say whatever the fuck I want, you know? Yeah. This guy makes a million dollars. That's nothing. I fucking, you know, I don't get paid shit, but I'm here and I paid my hard-earned money yeah. for this ticket. But you're getting an, you're getting an experience. Yeah, when you pay all that money, you're getting an experience. When you sit close exactly. to the court, you're getting an experience. Yeah. You may be lucky enough that what... Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook may come and shake your hand or mm. give your child his jersey or et cetera. Yeah. That's but you're that's, paying. Yeah, it's not, it's not part it, of what you're it's paying It's not for. part of what you're paying for, but it's a possibility that it can happen. Exactly. It's because you're so close to them. Yeah. Heckling, I'm all for. You made a point, Edwin. Heckling is, that's fair game. Yeah. When you start coming for somebody's character, telling them like, you know, your mother is a, a whore or yeah. You know, get on your knees like you used to, or your wife is a slut. Like you're mm. going for that's not basketball. Nice. That's yeah. what we used to uh, yeah. when we used to rap battle back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the things we used to say. <laughs> so, but you know what we did? We made this fan famous. Yeah. We made him famous yeah. because he won too. Yeah. He got he got the attention that he was yeah. asking for. That's true. That's because true. he know for a fact Russell Westbrook is not going to fight him. Yeah. What he's but now do. that this dumbass now, he's got no chance to watch it. Last I checked, there's no other sports teams in Salt Lake City, man. So the yeah, one true. cool thing to do in Salt true. Lake, you can't go do anymore. So yeah. congratulations, dumbass. Well, well, you know well. what I mean? Like, no, he'll, he'll salty fight for sure. He'll yeah. fight it. He, he has a chance to fight it. So, but He ain't no purple shirt guy. It's, it's just, it just sucks <laughs> that you know, Russell Westbrook has always been deemed a villain when it comes to interacting with the fans. And yeah. if you pay attention to mm -hmm. how the fans interact with him, That's they are up. poking at a bear. Oh, yeah. And the kid, the, the kid is the perfect example. The kid is a mirror image of how the, how fans are turning into bullies. Yeah. And the kid yeah. hit the dude for no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because just, just, he was because, close to him. Just because he, he was right next to him. Yeah, yeah. Just because so, he's a, a player from the other team. Yeah, and he hit yeah. him. Yeah. And if Russell would have just, like, backhand him, he, oh, he'd be the villain. He would have been justified because, like, yeah, it, but he's, yeah, the but villain. he's the villain. Like, yeah. He was, he was about to, to, yeah, he to was blow about up until you realize it was a kid. kid yeah. And then he, and they got a, uh, yep. a sound, a sound bite from him saying something about, you know, 
don't do that. Yeah. Like, that's not appropriate. I remember, man, it, basketball, man, we didn't learn our lesson over 10 years ago with the malice at the palace, bro. Ron Artest went up there and started punching people, and all we've done since then is get the fans closer, closer and closer and closer, closer, and closer yep. man. Yep. Yeah. I let them sit right there and everything like that. I was hearing uh, just a f- some years ago, uh, the broadcasters used to be on the sidelines. Now in some stadiums, they've moved them up to the booths no. up top to, to so they could put more floor seats there to get more fans, you know, closer to the game, bro. So. Go figure, man. Yeah, it's they just all about money, bro. Extra hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, that man. Get. I yeah, get, yeah, get that's it. true. And it'll pay for the salary for those guys. I mean, it's extra yeah. money, bro. But, but put anyway. a glass. Put a glass on that shit. Yeah. Like hockey. Anyway, you know who else is salty? Who? Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, oh, man. Uh, he's been salty. Yo, man. Okay, so if you haven't heard, salsa con coco. If you haven't heard, if you haven't been following Cindy the intern's account, okay, she's been reporting this. Yeah. J Lo got engaged. To A Rod, big Angelino. news. Oh my god! Oh my god! I know, right? <laughs> Got engaged to A Rod, big deal, big deal, big big deal. And uh, right after this happened, Jose Canseco. I, you know what? I, I I'm not gonna do it justice unless I actually pull up the tweet here. Don't get off the mic, bro. I'm not getting off the mic. I'm just pulling it up because I have to, I got the face thing, you know, the face. Uh, what? And my phone unlocks with my face, bro. Oh. Yeah, bro. I'm fancy like that. There you go. I'll have that like next week. I can pull <laughs> it. I'll, I'll pull All right, it up so I got it. I got oh, it got here. It. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> this was the tweet, and it happened uh, while Jayla was on TV doing her show. Oh, right. Shit. So it said, "Watching World of Dance, watching Jayla text Alex Rodriguez. Little does she know that he is cheating on her with my ex-wife Jessica. Poor girl. She has no idea who he really is. Like he just like what the fuck. And this tweet is blown up, over uh, twelve thousand likes, uh, six thousand retweets." And then he was just like, yeah, I'm not done. I'm going to follow it up with a few extra tweets. And then he writes, uh, like immediately after, he writes another tweet. I was there a few months back with her when he called her on the phone. Okay, okay. And then another tweet. Alex Rodriguez, stop being a piece of shit. Stop cheating on Jennifer Lopez. Okay, more direct. I get it. And then this one. This is the one that got me. Alex Rodriguez, I challenge you to a boxing match or an MMA <laughs> oh, yeah. match anytime you want. Jose Canseco. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? That guy's off his rocker, man. Dude, and then afterwards, like I think the next day, let me see if I find it here. He tweeted directly at J-Lo. He wrote, at, at J-Lo, if you want the truth about Alex Rodriguez, call me. 702-374-3735. He tweeted his <laughs> he number? Tweeted his, a number to reach him at. Apparently, it's his, like, his manager's number Probably or something. Google line. But oh unbelievable. Yeah, like, dude, just no shame. Like, no fucking shame. Jose was probably sitting on his couch, drinking a beer, eating a whole box of pizza. Yeah. And <laughs> saw a window to make himself relevant again. Now, for sure. For I, sure. Well, you know, and I've been thinking a lot about this. And Jose, when he looks at Alex Rodriguez, he sees himself. Because mm-hmm. that's what he was. He he also took A-Rod under his yep. wing and showed him all that stuff. He's the one who got him into the steroids, according to him, and this and that and the other. Um, but he also sees how the me- how not the media, but just people, how the, the perception, the public, that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Gus. Fist me. There you go. Um, <laughs> how the public's perception of A-Rod has changed. Yeah. You know, this they guy, mind you, Jose Canseco never tested positive, never popped, was never suspended. Yeah. He was just not liked in baseball, you yeah. know? A-Rod. And a, and a pop fly landed on his head. Yeah, a pop fly landed on his head. <laughs> and it bounced off his head for a home run. Yeah. And um, <laughs> That's one of my favorite the bloopers. Best play. I fucking ever, love that bro. play. Um, so what ended up happening was, that he looks at A-Rod, he sees that the public image is is favoring him, even though A-Rod was suspended for a whole year uh-huh. for testing positive, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was in he was in a report, talking to the Mueller investigation, all this stuff, uh, the biogenesis scandal. He was in so much trouble, got suspended. He tried suing baseball, you know? 
Yeah. And then had to drop his lawsuit, failed at that, failed miserably at this, never returned to the game. The Yankees said, look, we're just, we'll pay you to just stay away from us. Yet somehow he managed to fix his image. He got a job on TV. On ESPN, no less. On ESPN. He does a good job. He's very, yeah. you know, does well. Got J-Lo, you know. Yeah. Got J-Lo, snagged her up. And the people kind of like, eh, we forgot about all the bad shit you did because you sound nice. We like you, you know. So there's a lot of jealousy, you know. There's a whole lot of jealousy between Jose Gonzaga and A-Rod. For but sure. for him to go out and, like, try to ruin this moment. But now let me tell you, man, if there's one thing that, that, uh, that Jose's really, really good at, the dude is a snitch. Yeah. Don't forget that. Everybody he ratted out in his book, every single one. Those shits, yep. those, he's the one that facts. the reason all this shit happened and that we have all this 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 steroid dramas because he's the one who said, ah, fuck it. You guys want to fuck me over? I'm ratting each and every one of you out. And yep. he did it. You know? He did it. Remember, he said, Rafael Palmeiro, I, gave, I fucking injected that dude in the stall in his ass myself. Yeah. And what happened? <laughs> Rafael Palmeiro goes up to the Congress. The, grand, the Congress. He's like, I did not do steroids, period. And now what happened? Just can't. He poor popped, guy. He popped Done. the next day. Popped. <laughs> popped. Dirty, bro. So I don't know, man. I kind of like, I feel like I want to dismiss it, like Canseco being crazy. J-Lo uh, dismissed it because she posted our, on our Instagram, A-Rod taking a knee and her saying yes. Yeah. The next day. Yeah. So yeah. it was 24 hours after Jose Canseco tweeted this. Yeah, man. Jose I don't know. He's, he's a he's, he's, it's, he's scum. It's super scum. It's he's super scum, scum, bro. Maybe they have an open relationship. But we, <laughs> hey, but we need we need the Jose Cansecos in the world, though. We need yeah. people like them to be a rat. Oh, to, I, th I thought you were going to say to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> 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 like, oh, my goodness, bro. Jose Canseco. I don't know. I thought, I thought that was interesting. Um, but definitely check Cindy the intern's account for more on that. She'll be uh, she'll be keeping you updated with everything and all the new developments in yeah. the <laughs> in the Jose case. Now, what what we're gonna keep you posted on right now is what just broke a little before we uh, came on the air here, and that is NFL free agency, which started. And actually, before we get into it, I want to ask the guy who was a free agent once upon a time <laughs> over here, right? A man TD. How how is that feeling like? The day before free agency is about to start, knowing that your name is going to be tossed around and, you know, your your phone is, you're, 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 I'm assuming your agent's calling you, hey, you know, so-and-so team called, hey, so-and-so team is interested. What do you think? How is that as a player? I mean, I like, just take us through that. Like, how was that for you as a player? As for me, now, I was on practice squad. So, mm -hmm. and my only free agent moment was when I was with the Carolina Panthers and I got allocated off the practice squad to the Philadelphia Eagles the last three games of the year. Mm -hmm. And right before I got signed, I got like a little signing bonus and uh, spoke with the general manager and signed my contract. So that was my moment. And that's the same year uh, Sante Samuel uh, signed that huge deal with the Eagles as well. Okay. So he was there when I was there. But the point is, just to give you a window of, of being a free agent, it's like, it's like when no being a free agent that has literally free range, not having restrictions with the team. Mm -hmm. It's like being a college recruit again or a high school recruit okay. again. You get to see what teams have interest in you, especially if it's a huge market for you, mm -hmm. and you get the market is already set for your position. So depending if you're like a Le'Veon Bell or an Antonio Brown, uh, you can demand the highest amount of money. But if you're like the lower tier guys, you get to put yourself in the middle. It feels you feel wanted. That's the best thing. 
Now, when it comes to being traded, that's something completely different yeah. because they you may a team is trying to trash your contract and send you somewhere that most likely you don't want to be at, and you get the rough end of the stick because they're dumping your contract into another team, yeah. and you you fall along with that free agent scene of getting traded to like the Buffalo Bills that, that yeah. is rebuilding, but they're dumping your contract and they got so much cap space that they want to they're going to take your contract on. Yeah. So, you know, like Antonio Brown, who basically he won yeah. the free agency because usually when you get traded, you get traded to a team that you don't want to go to. Yeah. But the Raiders have so much money. They have so many picks that the Steelers, it was just a great match in heaven to get Antonio Brown to that team. Yeah. So a lot of guys who are in free agency, 40% of them get what they want. The other 60 have to take what is given. Yeah. And it's a give and take. And we talked about Olivier Vernon a second ago who got traded from the New York Giants to the mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns. Uh, I'm sure he didn't want that. He didn't want to go to Cleveland. But he may be going to Cleveland at the right time. Yeah. Because he's, happier today. he's happier today than he was when he got the news. Probably. Oh, yeah. for sure. For sure. But I think it's, I think it's crazy how it, it is the start of free agency. Well, but the I mean, two... To be fair to Olivier, we don't really know how he felt when he got traded. Maybe, yeah, maybe he hated he the Giants because they're yeah. a dumpster fire right now. But and Cleveland's on the up and up, even yeah. before the current trade. Yeah. Now, I think it's I, what I think is interesting is that it is, it is a start of free agency, but the two dominating headlines of the free agency are the two trades. You know, all and of a sudden, NFL yeah. is like NBA. We got some action. We got That's some right. dealing. And, yeah, man. And the two major trades were wide receivers. Wide receivers. Not wide receivers. Two That's divas, right. man. Two diva yeah. wide receivers. Okay, so the first trade. Which was the um, the Antonio Brown trade? It was he was traded to Oakland. John Gruden, John Gruden turned Amari Cooper into a first round pick, a third round pick, a fifth round pick, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's what he turned Amari Cooper into. And let me tell you, bro, everybody was hating on John Gruden in the beginning when he's getting rid of all these uh, great assets supposedly, yeah. and now look what it's look it's what that now. But he redeemed himself with that with this no. one. But but the Khalil Mack deal is still there. Let's yeah, not forget that. Yeah. It's still there. You just gave up. You gave up the guy who the following week you said we need pass rushing help. You yeah. gave up the but best y'all pass guys, rush. Y'all guys yeah. forgot that the Raiders made the playoffs the year before that, and and yeah, Derek. Did. Did yes, they, they did. Yeah, the Raiders haven't made. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Derek Carr they did, got they hurt. Damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, he got hurt, and mm-hmm. that's what they lost the first game. Yeah. So he imploded that team, and had a losing season. So it's like. It's he it, that what he's doing right now. He's not winning. He's still trying to gain the fans. Uh, favor because yeah. of the fact that he imploded a good team. That was a really good team that he dissembled. Mm-hmm. So, all right, he got he got Antonio Brown and Amari Cooper somewhere else. I think that it's that trade. You we didn't you couldn't say that was a good trade because we didn't see Antonio Brown going to that team. So, and I might write a song about it because <laughs> of the fact that Amari Cooper is still a. He, He's he's still in his shell. Yeah. He still is like. Well, Amari um, Cooper was sucking ass in no, Oakland. He was last. not. Yes, he was. No, he was man. not. Yes, bro. He was. No, he was I, not. I, that season, he was having a bad season. This yeah. with this season. This, this, past, this past season, season. he was having a bad season until then, he went to Dallas. Yeah. Then, then he and turned then, it around. And, and the dude yeah. is, has had a history of dropping but, balls. But no, but. no, stop that. Come on, man. So you're telling me right now that. Deck Prescott is a better quarterback than Derek Carr. And you're saying that he was having a bad season. It's just, the season is still going on. He had two different seasons. He had a he was playing not really well in Oakland, then mm-hmm. got traded to Dallas and started putting up numbers. He put up numbers, but here's the thing. All of Oakland was shitty last season. All Fair. of Oakland was bad. Fair. So it, he, he and so bad so that 
Derek Carr, who I was high on before the season, coming off of the injury, I thought they would rebound. I thought they had good promise. I thought John Gruden was going to do some shit there. His stock and his value, his trade value has diminished so far yeah. that people were talking about, all right, Derek Carr, he's he's bust, man. Let's get rid of him. They were, you know? Bortles, they were, they were comparing him to Bortles. Yeah, they were comparing him to Bortles. They, some people were saying, I was, I was, I'm still high on him, but I was telling people, yo, what if the Dolphins go after him? And people were like, no, we don't want that guy here. He sucks. Like, people were telling me that they would not take him over Tannehill. Like, this is what, this came out of people's mouths, okay? Not, not even God, I would have said that. Gosh, I, I got to think about saying, this. I heard this plenty of times. Derek Carr was playing well for three seasons, right? Three seasons. Something like that. And then John Gruner came in. Then he had a bad season. So what's the problem? It's not the quarterback. It yeah. was the coach. Yeah. yeah. No, you I get it. it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But going but going back to the trade, I'm, when you look at it now, essentially it's Amari Cooper for Antonio Brown, a first and third and a fifth. Which no, is, stop saying it's, that. It's, it, 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 was, it wasn't Amari Cooper for Antonio Brown because you don't know Antonio Brown is coming to the team. Well, no, you didn't know that. No, of, no, I know, I know, I know. You didn't know that. But okay. essentially what's happened since that trade, okay. they got rid of their number one for a first round, and okay. now they ended up getting a... a uh, uh, they gave up a third and a fifth for Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown, so yeah. that's yeah. But that's not the trade. Antonio yeah. Brown was not a first, he was a third. So they still have the first round pick. They gave up a third yeah, and yeah, a fifth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. I got had it all. Was, was I all scrambled up there? Yeah, you were. Yes. Oh, okay. Thanks a lot for <laughs> letting me, you know, fuck that all up. Anyway, so <laughs> Antonio Brown... Got traded for a fifth and a third round. Yes, pick. there we yeah. go. Okay, that's what I was I was getting all confused. So anyway, essentially, yeah, they, they they've redeemed themselves in in part in part, but they still have to make up for the fact of losing Khalil Mack, who had a monstrous season. Yep. in Chicago, he did. Now Derek Carr, you get a guy like you know Antonio Brown to stretch the field. What about the rest of the weapons, man? Is Marshawn Lynch going to come back? What about the holes in the O-line? Because it wasn't like this guy was getting protection. Is Derek Carr really back? There's a lot of question marks in Oakland. Even if Marshawn Lynch comes back, he's still he's not he's not the same Marshawn yeah, Lynch he yeah, used to be, yeah. man. You know what I mean? That's why he had a groin injury this year, the and, it, and it slowed him down. I think so. the really cool thing, though, the, or the best part about this whole story, is that Antonio Brown's gonna look real cool in that Raiders black and silver, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a fucking. That is, Oakland Oakland has some sweet uniforms, bro. They black do. and silver. They, they haven't changed perfect. much about. No, they haven't changed anything. They had it with the Browns. They kept yeah. it the it's same. Such a nice. Simple, fucking mean-ass-looking uniform, you know what I mean? Deion Sanders said the best. You look good, you play good. Oh, uh, yeah, bro. That's true. But you, they look good, and they still weren't playing good. Yeah, I know. So it don't good. really matter with that. So, but they they signed somebody else. I can't remember who it was. Um, they signed the Olaman. Oh, yeah? I can't remember what Olaman All right, was. But though. they also, but anyway, in the other deal, the big one that just broke, the yeah. one we've been teasing and talking about, but we haven't really talked about. Uh-huh. Odell Beckham Jr. ODB. Traded, I call traded him ODB. just now. ODB, OBJ. Uh, just got traded to the Browns for a 2019 first round pick, 17th overall from Cleveland. Yep. Okay. And a third round pick. And Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers, I I, I want to say he was a first round pick a few years ago, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. I think he was a first round. Jabril, was, yeah, he was a first round pick two years ago from Michigan. Yeah. All right. Yep. And oh yeah, it's a wait. Isn't isn't that shoelace? The shoelace guy? No, that's no. Not yeah, wow, no, dude, no. you're going back. Who's that? That was the quarterback. I yeah, forget yeah. his name, but shoe, yeah, no, dude. That guy it was, was like awesome. 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that guy played in uh, was Jacksonville. Was that 10 years ago? Probably, bro. Damn. That was a long time ago. Damn, you're going uh, way back. Yeah. Anyway, going back, let's bring it let's bring it a little more recent here. Oh, Jabril so Peppers was a safety. Yeah, he was uh yeah. he was up there. He was for, a hybrid. They had him he was yeah. he was a safety, but they have him they had him moving around on the field. I'm talking about at Michigan. Yeah. yeah. He was everywhere. He was a punt returner, he was a kick nah, returner, yeah. he was yeah, a corner. He, I think I wanted, he played some offense. He played too. on offense too, yeah. I wanted Dolphins to pick him up. I was thinking the same thing. Um but anyway, he gets traded. He's going to to New, New York. York. Now this trade, right off the bat, is a home run for Cleveland. You're yes. you're getting old. You're getting OBJ. 
You got Baker, who proved it last season. You got Nick Chubb. Remember him? That guy was pretty damn good yeah, last he was, season. Yeah. Okay, out of nowhere. And you it, still got Juice Landry. You still got Duke. You know, you got Duke back yeah. there. You got Landry and Joku. You and just they, picked up Kareem Hunt. That who knows how that's going to turn out. If he he's got to sit out. Even if he sits out the whole season, you still got Kareem Hunt. You got Nick Chubb. That's not a bad spot yeah. to be in. Yeah. You yeah. know, you got an up and coming thing. The division is wide open because if you didn't know, now you know. And Baltimore got rid of CJ Mosley, Terrell Suggs. That yeah. defense. Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle, yeah. gone. They're not, they're not going to be that same defense. They've, um, been, they've been a great defensive team for since team, fucking Ray Lewis. Yeah. I, work out, there. I work out with their tight end at the University of Miami. I can't remember the name. He was a rookie out of South Carolina. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and I made a comment to him. I said, the, the Raiders, I mean, the Raiders, I'm just tripping. The Ravens, right now, you guys are in the middle of the pack when it comes to winning the division. The Browns, to me, I feel like are ahead of you guys, even though you guys made the playoffs. The Browns was two wins away from making the playoffs. Yeah. And they if they would have beat them too, that would have proven the, uh, the point of the Browns are looking much better than the Ravens. But yeah. the point I'm trying to get to is that division is wide open. It but is. I'm going to say it right here, like I said in the beginning of the season last year. The Browns are going to win that division. Well, that's not a hot take anymore. Yeah, it's not a hot take. <laughs> See, yeah, but the thing about it is I, made, I, I, I said it with my chest. Because I see what the Browns are doing. I see what I feel you. With Glenn Dorsey over there is 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 that is, tight end you work out with the white guy? Yeah. Hayden Hurst. Hayden Hurst, yeah. 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 He was a first round pick, twenty fifth overall. Yeah. Wow. What what why is he down here working out? Uh because he's from Jacksonville and his uh he was texting Lamar mm-hmm. to like, hey, let's get together. So Lamar Miller? Lamar Miller. No, Lamar Jackson. No, Lamar oh, Jackson. Okay, okay, okay. And he was trying to see exactly if uh, they can start working out together. Oh, okay. That so the sense. point I'm trying to get to is that he's working out at the University of Miami, and I made a comment, and I asked him, like, you know, how did you feel about Eric Weddle being traded? He was like, I'm a rookie. This is my second year, so I don't, honest, like, I don't understand the move, but at the same time, I understand the move because of the fact that they're freeing up cap space. They're trying to go for a home run and yeah. probably get Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So. And it's because it, they, they, got, they got rid of your boy, Joe Flacco. You know, he's yeah. not in Denver. and Pretty flacco. Pretty flacco. But I think um, with with Ravens looking like they're going from 10-6 and six and division winners last season to uncertainty. That's a big hit. They've lost some big pieces. Now, if they get Le'Veon Bell, who knows? They, you got trust in that coaching staff. Harbaugh knows what he's doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got faith that if they're letting these guys – also, Terrell Suggs, 16 years in the league, I think. Yeah. You know, he's been <laughs> around for quite a minute. Yeah. I, I – I feel okay that Eric Weddle one hurts, you know, if, if you're a Ravens fan. Yeah. But you feel okay that Baltimore knows what they're doing if they land a guy like Le'Veon Bell. If they don't... Picture then, that, though. Picture... Um, they don't have C.J. Mosley, either. They don't have C.J. Mosley. They lost. They've Pic- lost a lot. But Picture if they Lamar guy, Jackson and Le'Veon Bell. That could be But that's, be not gonna win, that's not going to win your division. Yeah. Because Cincinnati's, still, Cincinnati's another team awesome, in the division that's dropping down. Pittsburgh... I know they lost Antonio Brown, and they obviously lost Le'Veon Bell, but James Conner last year filled in just nicely for Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. And Antonio Brown, here's the thing. Let me give you some names here. It's Antonio Holmes, Plaxico Burris, uh, Mike Wallace. Mm-hmm. These are all receivers that played with Big Ben that at one point Sanders. were number one. Sanders, who went to Denver. Mm-hmm. Emmanuel Sanders. Yep. These are all guys who were big dogs in Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh just knows when to let these guys go, and they just fill it in. Juju Smith-Schuster yeah. is—he's nice, man. He's nice, bro. He's nice, and he—he—he he, he wants to be there. 
But know? the thing is but with Pittsburgh, there's always like whenever a Mike Wallace is at the top of the game, there's always a Antonio Brown there mm-hmm. to pick up the slack for when for when uh, Mike Wallace is getting double teamed or whatever. Uh, there's always that, that second receiver. See, see, but Antonio Brown, when he was that second receiver, he 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 dominated when he became the one. How he, often? Of course, because that's when he got the look. What I'm trying to say is Schuster as a two did more than Antonio Brown as a two. All right, I'll give you that. Uh, that but but Antonio was Brown more impactful. was Antonio Brown was he never established himself as a two. If you think about it, he was mm. a special teams guy. Yeah, and he was a slot. And then guy too. out of nowhere, he became a one. He never, he was never like a two. Huh. And he he's not like prototypical a, either. He's not like this DK DK Metcalf guy. who's was like six yeah. five, you know, two hundred something. Yeah, pounds. Tony awesome. Brown's small man. He was like, like a, he was like the Heinz Ward. Yeah, like an updated version guy. of Heinz Ward. There you go. But the point I'm trying to get to, Antonio Brown was never a two. He was not. What he, are the What are the uh, Steelers like? Like that kind of receiver, like that short receiver. Why do the, Why do the Patriots like white guys? It just works, bro. I don't know. They got the kind of thing there over there. That's true. Because they're they're Republicans. (laughs) I think it's just a schematic thing or or a, 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 it's basically what fits the system. Like who, like Antonio Brown wasn't expecting to be a one. That's beyond. They brought him in. He was a special teams guy. His first touchdown was a kickoff return. It wasn't a, it wasn't a touchdown for a pass. Mm -hmm. So then he, he merged into a number one. Now, he made the comment when he said, how will Ben play as a quarterback? Like, how would you do not being under Ben? Mm-hmm. He's like, trade me and see. Yeah. Trade me and see. Yep. Again, great job by Pittsburgh in the sense that they got rid of a guy when they feel it's right. They didn't want to overpay. They, they already wanna, paid him. And yeah, He was already that, one of the highest And that's the thing paid. that's fucking him up because now they have $21 million in dead cap space against them next Damn. season. So this is a bad deal for Pittsburgh, but it's a deal they were forced to make because yeah. the guy just wasn't going to play. He was causing all types of problems. But, again. But this is the first time I see an NFL player pull off a LeBron James-type move. Yeah, kind of dictate. Well, well, what I'm pissed off about is that why we're not blaming Ben? Like, let's think about it, bro. Give it to me. Out of all yeah. the receivers that he played with, uh-huh. A lot of good ones. Yeah. And a lot of them always felt like Ben was being treated above the team. Okay. Like, your quarterback is a – don't get me wrong. The mm. quarterback is the franchise of the team. You, I understand that. Yeah. But every time Ben made a mistake, it was never his fault. It was always someone else's fault. And just think about that. Mm-hmm. I know He has two Super Bowl rings. I'm not doubting that Ben is a, a, a great quarterback. Yeah. But when you're running through receivers like bottle water – like that's a problem. I not if not the way Edwin drinks bottled water. Yeah, <laughs> not the way I drink bottled water. <laughs> no, but uh, I I get what you're saying, but I think what's happening here is we're we're a creature of the moment right now. I don't really mm-hmm. think Big Ben. I don't recall Big Ben throwing other guys under the bus. And well, he threw Antonio Brown under the bus. He threw Antonio Brown under the bus this time. But I've also heard a lot of people like uh, Ryan Clark on ESPN talking about when Antonio Brown became the number one guy after Mike Wallace left, that he, like a switch changed on him. Yeah. Like all of a sudden, he was talking about himself in the third person. He started drinking he was, some Kool-Aid. He, yeah, he was really into himself. And you can see it now with the stuff he's been doing since he started demanding these things. Now He has a blonde mustache, Edwin. Yeah, yes. You know, he's dressing up like uh, coming to America everywhere. Like the dude is like the person. Like if you look up Diva wide receiver, he's doing everything that that would enti- entitle. You know what I mean? I would do the same shit. Exactly. Like, and trust like, me, I'm all about, you know, showboating and, and having a good time and everything. He looks like he's having so much but fun. But he looks like he's having a great time. I, 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 I get when Tio was playing and you hear the story about Tio, a lot of people said when Tio came in as a rookie at NFL, Steve mm. Young, Jerry Rice, uh, Ricky Waters, 
T.O. was one of the most humble guys on that team in that locker room. Yeah. And once he got a sniff of, su- of success and getting more money in his bank account, he turned into yeah, the people. real T.O. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Antonio Bryant. When he came in out of Central Michigan, he was, yes, sir, no, sir. Well, how can I help you, Big Ben? Where, where do you want me to be? He was basically like a do-boy. Yeah. And then once he became the number one and that bank check became made yeah. him the number one uh, receiver, his Antonio Brown really came out. Remember, he's from Liberty City, bro. Yeah. Like, he's from Miami. Yeah. I ain't never met a humble Miami motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was rich. Rich. Yeah. Humble, rich. Even my cousin Frank, he's humbled. But if you if you come at him, he'll tell you like, "Bitch, you sorry." Yeah. Like I'm better than you. Yeah. But he has said it in a polite way. So have you it, talked to him since uh, he signed trade? with Buffalo? No, I haven't talked to him. I text him and he just said, "Bet, cause it's, that's it's, I don't give a fuck who you is. You can be anybody. If you text Frank, his answer is always bet. <laughs> <laughs> like bet, 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 bet. Yeah. He does. He keeps it short and simple, but. Frank, should I put money on this team? Uh, okay, I guess I was. <laughs> Antonio Brown, you you made a great comment, Gus, is that he was one of the few guys that was able to do a LeBron James in football. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, man. I, I agree, I agree. The power I just, move, bro. I just think it's, it, it, like, to, 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 you know, follow up with your your question there, like, why is nobody talking about Ben? I, I think people have always talked about Ben, but I feel like he has shown – in the past, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he has shown he's taken. I don't think he's ever like wanted to be the highest paid player or gone on on that mm-hmm. limb. You know, he has the resume, like you said, the two Super Bowls. He's done everything for that team. And again, there's a track record of this. There's he's been got, other receivers that have left there at the time and not really had much success afterwards, as far as being like a dominant force. I mean, Plaxico Burris won a Super Bowl after he left, but you know, it wasn't he wasn't dominating. You know what I'm saying? Like he was when he was at Pittsburgh. Santonio yeah. Holmes. Was out there with the Jets, you know, fucking doing shit after he made that nice catch with the, with uh, Pittsburgh in that Super Bowl and had his moment. So th- we've seen this, we've seen this, and Mike Wallace. I mean, where the fuck is he at right now? Last I checked, he was in Minnesota he, or, or was he? Baltimore. I he, uh, he was in Baltimore. I think he went somewhere else after that. I don't know where. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he is, but that guy fell off. You know what I yep. mean? So who knows? This guy's Antonio t- Brown, thirty-one. Good for him. He got paid. He got yep. his money on that front. I'm always, you know, all for it. Thirty mil guaranteed. Well, that's thirty nice. million guaranteed. But now, going back to the deal that just went down, to me, this is the most interesting thing about this uh, Beckham going to, to Cleveland. Cleveland like, is instantly contender, you know? Like, not just in the division. Like, that's to me, that's almost a given. But AFC is serious contender here. Pro Kane Central is Cleveland right now, bro. I never yeah. saw a team won on paper. Uh, I, never I, saw we, I never saw a team, never saw a team run on paper. Uh, the Phil- Rams is a pr- perfect example. Philadelphia, mm-hmm. when they had that super team. It, 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 you know? I never saw a team win. Man, that, was, that was a... That man, team was loaded. Felt, yeah. yeah, they felt flat on their face. Self-proclaimed dream team of football yep. by yep. Vince Young. Yep. So, right now, Cleveland's looking good. They're looking good, but it's a preseason. I agree. I agree. Dolphins yeah. always win the preseason, except this year. <laughs> this is the year that they're... Apparently, they're super tanking for Tua, you know, which I'm all well, for. Our highlight is that we got rid of... Frank Gore, we got rid of Dan- we got rid of our leading rusher Frank Gore, we got rid of rid of our leading receiver Danny Amendola, we got rid of our defensive captain uh, Cameron Wade, we got rid of our right tackle Juwan James, we got rid of everybody, bro. Right. Right. Apparently they didn't get rid of them. Like they got yeah. rid of well, they let Amendola. them go. They okay. let them go. They got rid of Amendola. Yeah, 
but Frank, his contract was only one year. Yeah, but right. they. But the point is, they you know well, they apparently apparently uh, Teddy Bridgewater, the Dolphins offered him more money than the Saints did, and he chose to stay with the Saints. The way he as looks a backup. at the way he looks at, it, he's like, you know what, New Orleans is a better situation, a more stable franchise, and Drew Brees has got maybe a couple years left. Yeah, you know, I can be. I can, I can be, the, be guy. the next guy. I'm and gonna be the next guy. Teddy yep. Bridgewater's from Miami. Yeah. yeah. So he, it's like so you, you turn that down. Yeah, man. Exactly. That says a lot about that about what's a, yeah. going on down here. Yeah, man. But the, the, the Odell Beckham going to the Giants, uh, th- that's a good thing and a bad thing. This is why. It's the bad thing Leaving is how, the, leave, going to Cleveland. You mean? Going to Cleveland. I'm sorry. Yeah. Going to the Browns. I, I, that's what I was trying to say. That's a good thing and a bad thing. And this is why. Uh, he was he really a headache that much in New York. That you gave him to the Browns for somebody apparently for some like because of the fact that you have Eli Manning who I believe is still effective as a quarterback. Mm-hmm. You got your rookie running back that played extremely well this guy year. Guy was a bu- guy was bananas, bro. Bully, bro. Like bully. he was he was a bull. You seen out that there. guy's hamstrings, like his thighs, bro. Yeah, his thighs, yeah, huge. man. God. And then. Like my torso, yeah. and your final piece was to have a number one receiver. He's got two guns, and, <laughs> and you had Odell Beckham for that. Yeah, and you traded him away. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like when the Marlins made the trade for Yelich and they got rid of him, it was to rebuild assets. Yeah. but they were in a in a complete tank mode. So who's the face of the franchise in New York? Well, it's, it's Saquon. It's Saquon now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's yeah. crazy. But bro. the thing is, you got Saquon, who's on a rookie deal. Yeah, so he's. You know, financially, he's affordable. You're not paying him a bunch of money for a few years. You just paid Odell. He just signed a big contract, you know, before last and season, who, I believe. And who do you come to see? Yeah, like, you, watch this now. People was coming to see Odell Beckham. Yeah. And the thing is, you you had two cornerstone pieces. You got Eli Manning, who's on his last, got to be his last season. You know, yeah. he had a, a rough season last year. You know, I've been a defender of, of Eli. I've, I thought he gets a bad rep. Um, But... Again, I'm not oblivious to it. They got to draft a quarterback. Yeah. You know, eventually they got to bring somebody in to put a little competition and see. But you have, you had Beckham. You had Sterling, uh, was it Sterling Shepard. You had a couple other guys. You still got Sterling Shepard. Yeah, still you, there. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Said you said had yeah. the past No, no, sense. I'm saying you had, okay. you had this little nucleus okay. of guys. And now, instead of getting rid of Eli, which is the oldest piece in this, the most expensive piece, because he's... He's a big cap. He's hit. only getting ten million dollars. Only ten? Only you 10. sure? Yeah. Okay. I thought he was a bigger cap hit than that because I thought no. he was still on on one of those big deals. But anyway, you gotta like I said, you already committed the money to Odell. What are you doing? Why are you getting rid of that guy? Like you're getting rid of that guy. It's it's almost like like they called Cleveland and said, "Yo, look, this guy can't stand this fucker anymore. Just give us anything." You know, it's almost <laughs> it's it's almost like they're giving him away. I, I, this I, is, it makes no sense. They're drafting they're drafting the quarterback this year. They're going to draft. What the if they don't? No, they are. They're going to draft. What if the, they don't? Because this is how I'm thinking about this. The the Giants. All the Giants are, fans are going to shoot themselves. No, nah, the Giants are yeah. remodeling that team. Eli is probably going to play. Don't get me wrong. And then they're going to draft the uh, Haskins mm-hmm. from Ohio out of State. out of Ohio State, and then let him sit behind Eli. The same way how Kirk Warner, when he came in, and he was in front of Eli for yeah. a couple of games, and then, and then they're going to see how bad Eli plays and insert whatever quarterback they draft mm-hmm. into the season, and then that will be the new tandem: him and Saquon. Yeah, whatever so you quarterback could have had him, Saquon, but, and but Odell being like Odell no- being Odell being a, a a diva. You don't want to have a rookie quarterback with a receiver like that yeah. and put him in a tough position to try to force balls to Odell Beckham. 
Yeah. Force balls. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because just think about it. Like when T.O. was playing, T.O. never played with a rookie quarterback. He you. already played with a veteran. Yeah. And yeah. if T.O. would have played with a rookie, he would that quarterback would have probably like, like sabotaged himself. Huh. So this is I think the Giants are transitioning to a new I mean, regime. T.O. almost sabotaged Tony Romo. Almost. Yeah. Almost, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get I get what you're saying. But and it just I still just don't comprehend. To me, all this screams is how much of a headache this and diva this guy must have been behind the scenes that you're gonna give up, essentially give him for what, for a first round seventeen pick. You already have a top five pick. I think the nah, Giants they, had a top got, five they pick. Got, they got a good yeah. deal. You know, Jabril Peppers is so, still he's a good player. They needed yeah. a safety because they let uh, Landon Collins walk. Yeah. So they needed a safety. They got a first and they got a f- a fifth. By the way, Landon Collins, did you see the deal? $45 million guaranteed, $80 million, uh was the he was, contract. He, he was worth it. He but was worth just, every penny. Do you know the story about him? Nope. His favorite player was Sean Taylor. Yeah. He wears oh, 21 shit. for oh, Sean Taylor. Right. Yeah, and yeah. His, growing that's up, right. he always wanted to play on the Redskins because yeah. of Sean Taylor. Yeah. And now he's doing it. But it's he's crazy. not going to get 21. He's not going to get 21. But maybe not. maybe they let him wear it. Who knows? No, they're not. That, that, that jer- nobody will never wear that jersey. Yeah. But he's but he if maybe he's, he'll work he's 12. a big fan. He's a big fan of him. Um, and since we're talking about Sean Taylor, bro, I'm sorry. You just can't do that and not uh, talk about him. Um, we love need, you, Sean Taylor. He needs stories. to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He, he has. If Ed Reed, the safety who just got into the Hall of Fame this year, yeah. said that he's better than me, uh-huh. you got to put him in the Hall of Fame. That's true. If that's a Hall point. of Famer yeah. says you're better than him, yeah. you, you like that's an automatic. Speaking of Hall of Fame, I was at the College Football Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah? How was that? that? It was pretty cool. It was dead. I went there. It was like out of season, so it wasn't oh, yeah. that many people. Yeah, I, got to kick like, I got to kick like five or six field goals. It was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, I made only one. Um, <laughs> From how far? From, I don't know. It's like 20, 30 yards or something like that. Oh, yeah. It's pretty far. I got the video. I'll show it to you after the show. All right. Um, and then... I did the throwing. Like you had to throw it from like twenty into a basket. I kept missing. Oh, <laughs> my accuracy. I still. I, my accuracy is pretty I shitty. I think you got eligibility to be a kicker in college, though. I still. Yeah, yeah. You never. Maybe. You never got. A, you never played college football. Yeah. Oh, so I go and go try back. to walk on to the university. Yeah, yeah. Let's see if I can I keep working that, on bro. it, bro. I can keep working on it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So wait, when did you play for Shannon as the head coach? I, I, no, he was a, our defensive coordinator. Coker okay. was my head coach. The whole time you were at the U, it was Coker. It was Coker, oh, and okay. Shannon was the defensive coordinator. But he he came in probably like a year after you. No, uh, yeah, Shannon was the head coach. No, Coker had one more year after you, and then after that year, they fired him, and then they brought Shannon in. Okay, and then that that picture that I I sent you that that was uh, actually Shannon's first season. He took the names off the jerseys. Yeah, that was the guy who died in a car accident uh, a couple years back. Oh, he he ran into the back of a semi. Oh, I can't remember his name. I think his last name was Nicholson or something like that. Mm. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Well, anyway, if you don't know, I just I sent T- there's a picture of the because there's a section there about like traditions entering the stadium. Yeah. Well, so they had a picture of Hurricanes players uh, coming into the smoke. They had a picture of the Howard's Rock and all this stuff. They had the sign that says "Play like a champion today." I spit on it. Um, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And uh, it, it was it was pretty neat. The, the museum is actually very very cool. Very. I got to see the Heisman Trophy, national championship. <laughs> you know what's funny, man? Huh? The only the our only season that we covered the Canes. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I don't know which game it was. It was one of the early games of the season. Uh-huh. We finally got to experience, or you did, uh-huh. got to experience, you know, the Canes coming out through the smoke or something. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it happens, you just see Sebastian falling flat on his face. Bomb. Yep, that's still on our IG. <laughs> Getting trampled. That's perfect. It was, uh, that was week one of the first, the first was, game of the season. It was the first game of the season. And they let, they let the photographers go up right where the tunnel was or the, where they were coming yeah. out of the smoke. I recorded that video 
where he fell down and so I'm sure other people got it too, but our, it's it's up on our IG still if you scroll down a little bit. Yeah. Um so Sebastian falls flat on his face, gets up, keeps running. He was carrying the flag too. Face yeah. plants, <laughs> runs off. The following week, they made the all the photographers stand on the opposite end of the field. We weren't even like if that was on one end zone, we were on the other end zone. Yeah. Like that. Like they just said no more. So they didn't want to get caught. Somebody made a complaint. Yeah, somebody uh, so whatever. But all good. The Hall of Fame was actually pretty cool, man. It was very cool. I saw Ed Reed's exhibit up there, and I saw the Hurricanes. Um, did they have Sean on there? Uh, no, 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 because he's not in the College Football Hall of Fame. But they what they did have, it's pretty cool, because if you look over there, you see the little, um, it looks like a press pass there that's hanging. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. They're RFIDs, right? So uh-huh. you, put, you go in, and they scan that, and you pick your team. So I picked FIU. You know, I was like, All right. yeah. Uh, but if you go in, you go UM. And then whenever you walk into these exhibits, it, it automatically scans your thing without you putting it up there. It just, like, reads it, and it tells you FIU, and it shows you anything that might be related to that team in that section that you're in. So it's very, very cool and very interactive, the, the whole so Hall of Fame. nothing showed nothing up, showed right? up for us. <laughs> nothing for showed FIU, up for us. They showed they the fight. Anybody. They showed the University of Miami fight. and yeah. the FIU fight. They, they, and uh, right when you walk in, there's a huge wall with every D1 team's helmet. Yeah. And then anyone who comes in and they pick their favorite team, the light will light up underneath the helmet, right? So when I got there, somebody had already gone in with the Canes one. So the Canes helmet was lit up. But nobody. I was. I went mm-hmm. in there, and I lit up the FIU helmet. So it was nice. lit up the whole day for because right. I was there as an FIU fan. It was like, what is <laughs> first like, time? Wow, we've had a couple of these. Been a while. Flanagan's <laughs> University. <laughs> but um, Ooh, Flanagan's. Flanagan's University. I wouldn't be mad if that was a name. I love Flanagan's. <laughs> Flanagan's is trash. To what? Me, man. You don't like Flanagan's? Flanagan's is trash? I feel like when you're going there, you crazy? it's like. The floor needs to be mopped. Like the, the okay, servers I think, don't want to work. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I think the the atmosphere there is super dated. Like, oh yeah, yeah. It it, is. Every, For it's sure super it is. corny. Like, all yeah. right, I get it. It's like Coconut Grove in the '80s. Yeah, but it's our dated. It's it is, our yeah. corny and our dated thing. Yeah, so man. it's okay. It's our generation. It's, but it's yeah. but it is super dated. But I like it. But they don't have good drink specials, man. Are you are you kidding me? What? what they have you, the best drink specials. What is it? It's like half off. Yeah, but you have to sit at the bar. Uh, no, you don't. At least the last two times that I've gone to Flanagan's, like I went for a happy hour the other day after work, uh-huh. and they're like, "Oh, yeah, the drink specials happy hour. You have to be at the bar. No, you, that's, if you're sitting that in the booth, for that one time. If I, you're I, sitting in the booth, there was no happy hour. I was at the booth before, and I got a special drink. Yeah, uh-huh. I got a, yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, man. Or, you, or Wing Wednesdays when you, you order a pitcher of beer and you get ten free wings. Yeah, that's cool. I'm mean, no, I get, trust awesome. me. I'm a big supporter of Flanagan's. I love, yeah. It's my favorite <laughs> cheesesteak in town. You know what I'm saying? Me too. Me too. So I, I, I definitely, I had the Rock and Rib Rolls. Uh-huh. For the first time in a while, I feel like I got them a long time ago, and I was I didn't like them, or I had a bad batch, and I never got them again for like years until the yeah. other day. Still pretty good, bro. They're good, man. Does Flanagan sell oysters? I, I believe so. Assuming, yeah, I mean, maybe when they're seafood, in season yeah. or something. It's probably probably when they're season. nasty as hell, yo. Yeah. I'm so, I'm scared of going in there. But it is it is it is dingy. It is yeah, dated. Like, I, if it's just me, man, like, like I it, walk in man. there, the those trivial pursuit cards that we were playing with that every that that are on every booth. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, I went in there, and all the questions were about people in the 70s. So this yeah. was a Trivial Pursuit game that had been from the 70s, and I was just like, wow, these are horrible questions. I get plastic yeah. silverware dated. when I get in there, too. Yeah. I don't want to use the silverware. Like, I like plastic silverware. I like the green. I don't use silverware. I use with my hands. Right. <laughs> I do love those green cups, though. Oh, kind, yeah. That's iconic. If you don't have one of those green cups, cups you ain't from Miami. It's yeah. green. You know why it's green, right? Because they don't want it to be clear because you don't know if it's like fucking scum. <laughs> <laughs> like drink it. Say, they just wa- they didn't even wash the cup. They just fucking just poured the drink and somebody has just left. So you can hide your boogers on it. That's yeah. like- <laughs> Man, dude. Oh, Flanagan's. I'm hungry now. Flanagan's. Flanagan's. I wish I could do that voice. Flanagan's. Flanagan's. When did they start opening up those liquor spots, Flanagan's. though? Flanagan's. There's one up the road from here. It was, did they just start that recently? 
Like with liquor spots, like 24-hour liquor spots? Those big daddy liquors. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how. I think they've been open for a while. There's a couple of them here up on Biscayne. Yeah. There's a couple. There's one in, the, in Grove also right next to the Flanagan's yeah. here. And like, that's because you said, you said something about bathroom etiquette. Something yeah. like that. Oh, those bathrooms are filthy as shit. Oh, like, man. Bro, that's right, what I'm look. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Speaking about bathroom etiquette. <laughs> that guy's right. a pro. Here we go, man. I was at the Panthers game the other day covering okay. the game, right? right? Go to LetHimCityLive.com, read the recap. Anyways, I'm at the Panthers game, and uh, after the second period, or mm-hmm. right before the second period, you know, I get up, go to the bathroom, chug a deuce, right? Okay, okay. When, when you want to see if somebody's in a stall, what do you do? You look underneath it. You look yeah. underneath it, right? Yeah. You don't pick your fucking head over the top. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Yeah, somebody did that while I was taking a shit. <laughs> shut <laughs> up. Oh, yeah. my God, somebody, uh, bro. Somebody peeks over the top to see if somebody's in there. Now, and I, and I, I, I legit, I went, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on hey, a second. Man. Hold on. Who does that Let shit? Let me, okay, I know the exact bathroom he's talking about. It's in the press box. Yeah. So... Whoever peeked up there is somebody in the press box. It's not like a random guy at a stall in the main concourse. Yeah. You're probably going to make eye contact with this guy later on. Did you find out who it was? Did you recognize him? No. Oh. No, no, no. Bro, Thank God. All right. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. This is why. He probably was too tall. I don't give a fuck. To I'll take you a are. knee. <laughs> you don't have knee. to take a knee. He was probably trying to see your shit. No, but look. even besides that, just fucking knock on the door. If the door is closed, I'm pretty sure Gus wasn't pooping with the but, door wide open. Exactly. But sometimes you have some stalls that are like you can't see them. Yeah, like, and, really and, and this is one of them because it's like a it's the handicap, it's like a handicap bathroom yeah. up there. So it's a little it's spacious. So the, the the actual toilet is kind of further away. Okay. So if you can look and you can see the feet. Okay. But even if you get too close and you forgot to check the feet, yeah. you don't peek over. You fuck, exactly. you knock you on the knock. door. Hey, duck, duck, duck. And then Gus goes, I am busy. And he that's want, it. He wanted to see no your problem. Sneeze. Sorry, taking a shit in here. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> he, pro- he probably thought you was probably whacking off. He wanted to catch a, cl- a glimpse. Like, hey, I'm going to fall back on the bathroom. <laughs> so he, this dude just peeped up and was like, oh my yes, God. bro. Oh. That's but when did, when did you catch him? That's the question. Like, was your head down looking into your phone? And, like, you were like, man, let me just look up. I feel like somebody's looking at me. No, and like, you looked I, up. Like, I, I see somebody walking past. Okay. Right? And the guy stops at the door. Okay. So I just look. And then I see him peek over and then get back down. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> did, he, what, did he apologize? Did he spread out? No, no. He you didn't answer his, back. You see his feet, like, run out quick? Nah, he doesn't. <laughs> Damn, he dude. just he just waited uh, waited there and then oh I guess he God. pissed when the guy using the urinal was done. Oh Fuck, dude. Hey, That's what if you so got gross. served inside while you're taking shit? Hey, you've been served and throw it over the thing. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I should have flung my shit that motherfucker. Like a monkey. Let's not be that. Let's not do that. Is that too much? I've seen like, some weird shit in some public bathrooms. I, I, I do yeah. my best not to take shits in, in public bathrooms. Really? Bro. And what if I do? I'll spat the fuck out of that toilet seat, bro. Oh. I will put like layers and layers and layers oh, of I do that. paper. Bro. I do that. I layer the fuck out of that toilet seat. And, and I may still squat because I just feel like the, the sh- nastiness of the bacteria may like burn through the toilet paper and it get to my does. legs. Damn, dude. <laughs> I am so not like you guys. You sit on it raw? Bro. Oh, I was in the Navy, bro. Like baby, any fear like of any dude, no, in the Navy. You are all dirty bastards. I'm dude in the you Navy. Like it raw. You there's places, there's places at certain bases and in certain bathrooms in the ship where you're pooping and there's no door and there's another stall right in front of you. You better squat. I've had to poop right in front of another guy That's while he's pooping too. And I'm like, what's up, bro? You're like, you kind of lose yeah. all that shame and the germaphobe stuff a long time ago. That's how you get staph infection, bro. Yeah, so far, that gets made me stronger. It's built up my immunity, bro. You know what I'm saying? But That's what's I'm, up. That's I'm what's totally, up. Uh, I have no problem pooping in a public toilet. Now, I if it's 
It's got to be at least clean. Like I've 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 gone into it's kind of dirty, but I've gone to like a, a bathroom at a gas station on one of those long uh-huh. drives. Yeah, like yeah. A, and I get in there and I'm like. There's no way I'm putting my ass on that. Like, it's, <laughs> like I've been there. I've been there. Where I'm looking at it, and it's just the, the toilet's been destroyed and everything. And I'm just like, nope, not doing it. And I've held it and gone somewhere else. Yeah. Um. Football. But for the most part, at any, if it's, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I can. Football locker that. rooms have no etiquette, bro. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, like it's you can see who's in there. You can look through. Hey, bro, shake the thing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> bunch of it's, dirty old dudes. Like when, bro. when you take a poop, I'm like, I need quiet. <laughs> I need to like focus. I don't want nobody talking to me. Yeah. Right. Like kind of place the doku motherfucker. Yeah, it's like that's your time to like just reflect on your whole entire day. Yeah. And in the yeah. middle of the day too, uh. you may need to reflect on like why I came to work. Like that's when you that's when you <laughs> take your moment. I think why? Gus and I are are on the same poop schedule because many times Gus will text me yep. and he's like, Hey, can you do this? And I'm like, hang on, I'm pooping. And he's like, Oh, me too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, <laughs> it's happened plenty of times. It's happened- it's Your boys is way sink. more than it's coincidental, like yeah. to the point where it's like it's kind of eerie. Like, wait a minute, are your you ba- no, like, this your, is like, your like women, the- women in their schedules when they hang out a lot, they get on the same cycle. Maybe that's with guys in their shit. Yeah, poop poop partners. We're on the same poop cycle. We're poo buddies. That's right. Yeah, it's poo buddies. Oh, pee buddies. Poo buddies. <laughs> that's horrible. That's disgusting. But and the worst time, like, say, for instance, you go to someone else's house and you poop. Oh, and I've the destroyed toilet, the toilet so many oh, The toilet gets like clogged up. When you clog someone else's toilet, and you're, oh, you're in panic mode, bro. Yeah. See, you know what's well, you're in panic mode. You know, I yeah, that that that's that's a regular, that's a normal reaction to have. I'm not gonna be proud of that, but you know what I am proud of when I'm in a public bathroom? If I drop a good dump, I'm gonna like you know give out a grunt or something. You know, be like ah, <laughs> Dude, like I'm then, not like I'm not like the guy who's sitting there like pooping and like hoping it doesn't make a sound. I'm actually trying to make it sound. Do you like admire I, your poop? Or you do look back at it. As like, I don't, that was I don't do the look back. I don't. I don't really like to do the look back. I it's, nah. I and just. I, I I know what I just felt, and I'm very comfortable knowing what I just felt. That that that's enough for me. And you go find the but, closest Publix and weigh yourself. Yeah, you know. But so if I'm in a bathroom and I'm like, and it makes a loud noise, I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, you know, and I feel good. And and <laughs> if and roles are reversed, if I'm at the urinal and some guy drops a big dump, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, nice job. And the oh, guy's like, oh my yeah. goodness. I get props, bro. Someone Who else does, does number it? two work for? <laughs> Austin Powers. You show that turd who's boss. Exactly. I try yeah. to hurry the fuck up out of there. If I hear somebody blowing it up, yeah. I'm trying to get up. I don't want to get that scent, bro. That's I'm trying to get that man. out of there. Yeah, the scent is you, bad, but. I got a funny story. When I was in high school. <laughs> How did we turn into the poop show? Yo, it happens, man. We're the shit. Because the bathroom etiquette, bro. <laughs> We're the shit. Anyways, when I was in high school. Uh, after I was in band, after in the middle of band practice, we got a bathroom break or whatever. I'm going to the bathroom. I see my boys a few steps ahead of me. He goes into the bathroom before me and I get in there. Right. When I get in there, he's in the stall taking a shit. All of a sudden I just hear, uh, I hear somebody struggling like I've never heard before. (laughs) And I go, damn, homie, are you all right in there? I said something like that. Yeah. And then he comes out and he goes, bro, that wasn't me. (laughs) Oh my God. And then we both hear, Again, and we were like, "Oh shit!" We both started cracking up. We get the fuck out of there. Hey, hey, to our listeners, guys, if y'all have any kind of crazy poop experiences, man, if you're on our social media feed, like share, like share your comments because we it seems like this is a big topic right now. Yeah, man. Tell you, bro. Like I said, I'm, I'm, I'll give props, bro. I've been in, I've been in that same press box bathroom where you were at, where I was washing my hands. Some guys. You know, ripping it, and I'm like, "Whoa, feel better." And he's like, "Oh my god," because we, they were having chicken wings that night oh and the little jalapeno god. poppers or something. And that guy was like feeling yeah. it, man. Like yeah, Gus yeah. said, we're definitely the shit. Yeah, we're the shit, man. I usually our, our teams are shit, and yeah. we're the shit. <laughs> I usually go in the third period. 
third period. <laughs> That's what I go on. About. This whole discussion point is a piece of shit right now. It's like yeah. we're just shitting it, it up, bro. Well, you know yeah. it's not a piece of shit. What's that? Your movie uh, debut or oh. your movie? Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Why don't we wind it out? Let's wind it down with that. Is this the, the second movie you've been in? No, man. Uh, You've been in a no, few I've movies. I've been in a few movies, but yeah. I haven't been the main character. You had a a, a, pre- a predominantly starring role in this. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for anybody else, but because our listeners probably may, oh, they will go check it out. So, Magic City Hustle, we debuted at the Film Fest uh, last Saturday, and mm-hmm. we had a great turnout. And he showed Screwball, and he showed Magic City Hustle. So, did we you watch there. Screwball? Or did you? No, I you left. Just, I okay. left for that. Uh, because the owner of the casino uh, went over to a ball and chain. You ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, Gus, rented that's out, that's Gus's first date. <laughs> Every out, first date, he takes him there. Rented out a uh, like a little area. Oh yeah, get, man. Dog, uh, let me get. Let me say this before I get to the point. The CEO, the owner of the uh, casino, uh, Barbara uh, Havenick, dog. She like we have food coming for two hours straight. I mean, food coming back to back, drinks back to back to back to back to back. That bill had to be in about ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollars, bro. Damn, bro. Like nice. she was takes care blowing. Of people, man. She takes so, care but of the point is, so we went to see the movie. The CEO was there. The, the whole family of the casino was there, and they showed it. And the main character was Nate the Great, mm-hmm. and myself, my cousin, and uh, and the family of the casino, and. Billy Corbin did a fantastic job. He, he to be honest does. with you, he did. The thing about it though, he did not want to take our film. He did not want to take it. He, the 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 Havenick family, the brother, uh, I, I think it was it wasn't Mike. Uh, it was uh, dang it, one of the brothers convinced him. Yep. No, actually, me back up. It wasn't the brother. It was actually the uh, the CEO uh, Scott. Okay, S- Scott. Yeah. He 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 broke it down and explained to uh, Billy, "Hey, just get just come around the guys, get a good look at them, and then make a decision after that before you assume that you won't go like it." Billy came around us and was like, "Yo, I want to do the movie," and he wished he would have got to us earlier to show how really bad we were. Yeah. So he edited the movie to make us seem like we weren't really that good, but uh-huh. eventually it it showed at the end that we were playing good, but. The movie turned. The movie was great, and apparently, won when they took it, they won. Too. They won ten thousand dollars for being one of the best documentaries of the film fest. That's awesome, and that's the perfect example of like when you you touch something, and you may not really want to do it, but when you realize, like I may have a, I may have something gold right now, and he put his mind to it. Man, I was. I'm not gonna lie. I'm honored. I'm honored to be a part of it, yeah, and I'm honored that Billy was. Uh, the the person who shot this because Billy is Miami, and the best yeah. person to showcase Miami and the hustle of everyday living guys working three to four jobs then going to play highlight, uh, Billy was the right person to do it. And if you don't know, or you didn't listen, go back and listen to episode one forty seven where we That's had right. Billy on for the whole duration of the show and he talked extensively about the movie, about everything else, about being Mister Miami. And about, you know, Tanard being shirtless. And he went overseas to try to pitch it because we're trying to get it to either Hulu, Amazon, or uh, another platform that streams videos and movies. Yeah. Uh, From what I was told, he doesn't want to put it on Netflix because Netflix is so insaturated with 
documentaries and movies and shows and make yeah. it lost in the shuffle. Yeah. And you put it somewhere else, you get a little more exclusivity. Yeah, it, yeah, and depend how it depends how they market it too, how mm-hmm. they promote it. So I really wanted, I really want people to see that that documentary because he did a I fantastic mean, job. If right. he wants, we'll host it on LemonCityLive.com for free. Like <laughs> Cocaine no Cowboys yeah. is one of his best documentaries. Mm-hmm. Screwball, I think, may be number two. Yeah, I wow. think we may fall into three or four. Well, was the the reaction was for for Magic City Hustle was yeah. very very positive, so that was a a, a pleasant surprise. You, you put know? it above the U. They're both about you. The both the both the U is good, the U is good. I just feel like Magic City got into Magic City Hustle got into depth on the. Sh- it was it was it's like like Billy said it's like broke meets. Backyard dog fighting, yeah. dog fight, yeah. dog fight with, with a little bit of the you. Yeah. It's all three in one, yeah. and it came out exactly what he was trying to promote it as. What did Nate the Great play? He he was a special teams guy. He played cornerback. Oh, he was a football player. He was a football oh, player. Yeah. Yeah, you couldn't tell though. I saw. Tell. I actually I went and watched uh, some video after the after we talked to him last uh, last uh-huh. uh, or that episode one forty seven. I was uh, I looked up some video. Nate, bro, he was. Man, yeah. quite the transformation. Yeah. yeah, quite the transformation. <laughs> and that's, but that's, that. the, and that that's the, and that's the struggle of life after football. Yeah, man. Like he just yeah. blew up. Yeah. But what's so funny though? Nate character is the same exact person since he was like he talks in third person and he really mm-hmm. thinks he's a like a watered down version of Tupac. Yeah. He does. Damn. <laughs> really? He does. He really he, like Doug he, life. He tried to look like Tupac back when he was playing at the University like of Miami. Did he have a nose ring? <laughs> Every he still has a nose ring. Really? He was, still wears a bandana. Oh snap! Like oh, yeah. he really thought he was looking more like a twelve pack, not a two pack. Yeah, looks like a keg. <laughs> when Nate talks, he said, "You can't fuck with the great." He always calls himself the great. He speaks in third person. Know. If he owns, his, if he owns it, and he's but got he that made positive he belief. made the movie though. His 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 character in the movie, to be honest with you, without him being in the movie, I don't think the movie would have did as good. Yeah, I th- he's a focal point, and I'm glad he was a part of it. That's awesome. So you were you were telling us uh, earlier what his goal was. So yeah, so I don't want to give too much about the movie because I want them to see it yeah, yeah, and yeah, see yeah. it Save break down. The- but Nate had a mission yeah. in the beginning of the movie, and his mission was to be successful at something. And eventually, if you watch it, you'll start seeing the transformation of him getting to that to what he was desiring to do. Yeah. And again, like I said, if Nate was not a part of the movie, if what happened at the end of the season didn't happen, the movie wouldn't have did as good. I'm just being honest with you. They would have had a they, ha- they would have had to show more highlight mm-hmm. than the struggle of the, yeah, these the guys. Yeah. yeah. No, it was good storytelling, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. you know, you got a great storyteller to 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 make to it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, Billy's awesome. awesome man. Yeah. Billy's amazing. So check out. Uh, do you have any more? Uh, did, you, did you post a picture on your IG or your Twitter with you shirtless wearing the bro? I was on Miami shirtless. Vice and shit, like, man. Dude, you know what's so funny? Dude, because that was I such get, a good look, dude. I was look, I was like, yo, this guy, bro. If I, I mean, that's honestly the first thing I thought was if I looked as good as TD, that's what I would do every day. Yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> for sure. Like people, like, even the, the owner was like, the CEO was like, man, only a select few guys can wear that, <laughs> and you're one of the guys. And I was like, I felt like I wanted to bring to Miami. It was Miami hustle. I feel like I want to show that I'm hustling and Absolutely. I'm in Miami. Man, you pulled it off, dude. Yeah, Gus, we should we should recreate it. We, we should, should go out with them, the three of us. Let's go out. Yeah. Wearing our suits without any shirt on. You know, just, I'm down. I'm down. You got a marker? 
So I can draw my six pack. And then we all we, and we go to ball and chain too. <laughs> go to ball I'm and the, chain. Hey, you want to be my date? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I take them all. That's her. That's that's the Gus special, man. Ball and chain. <laughs> they always have a good time. It's true. It works every I time. I never heard about that place since I went there. It was it was live. They live. The music was really good. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a good spot. No, Gus does a Gus does a great job of making sure the girls have a good time. I do. Your, ten, your Tinder dates. Yep. Yeah, bro. Crumpus knows what's up. Yeah. <laughs> POF baby. Ones I'm talking to right now probably won't listen to the show. Now. <laughs> <laughs> probably won't talk to me anymore after they listen to this. Oh uh, my well, God. we'll see, but we'll find out next week on the next episode of Lemon City Live. We'll on C what CL uh, episode CL, the big <laughs> yeah. one fitty Craigslist Craigslist episode. <laughs> uh, but That's thank not you guys. where I get my dates. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, I want to thank everybody for listening. Remind you guys again. LemonCityLive.com. Check out all the work we've been doing. We, we did another Marlins game this weekend. We got another one coming up next weekend. We're getting that rolling. Hockey season is in effect. FIU baseball is going down. UM baseball. We got a lot of stuff going down. Spring uh, football. Spring football is coming up. Yeah. Yep. We got that happening. So stay with us. Follow us on pretty much every social media at Lemon City Live. And you can find the show on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, Stitcher. What's the other one on Google Play? Yeah. You can catch it on all of that. Search for Lemon City Live. You'll find us there. Like, subscribe, share with your friends, and check out all the other stuff that we got going on. There's going to be a new episode of We Ain't Found Sith coming out uh, probably in the next couple tomorrow. of days. Tomorrow. By the time you hear this, it'll be tomorrow. Um, so we got that going on, but I want to thank Magic City Highlight for uh, always being there for us, and I want to yep. thank you guys for, for listening. And most importantly, I want to thank you guys for showing up every week and making this happen. Cause, all day, baby. Yeah, I don't think nobody wants to listen to me by myself. So, <laughs> you know, you guys, uh, we all, the three of us, we, we do a great show. So you better wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. But anyway, thank you guys. Any last words? Hey, no? I love you guys. There you go. Oh, I love you too, man. I love you guys. I love okay. you. I love. I love the both of you. Love. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Live every Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Records played on Wednesday. <laughs> Lemon City. La, 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 live.